0: GARDY
1: Lou. Welcome to GARDY Lou, the podcast where we tell you stuff you wish you never knew. Hi, I'm Joyce. And I'm Lillian. And this week, we took on the giant topic of the Akashic Records.
0: Yeah. What were we thinking? (laughs) I don't know, but it's really... uh, uh,
1: Mind-boggling.
0: Yeah, I just,
1: uh, I'm so overwhelmed. I don't, I'm just contemplating, like, the meaning of life. (laughs) Or, like... Or the many... The non-limitations of of life. Meaning of the many lives. The meaning of the many lives. (laughs) Yeah. So, I didn't really know much about it before we started looking into it. I mean, I've heard about it a lot, and I kind of had the gist, like, you can... Um, access these records and they have every thought that's ever been thought and ever will be thought Um, and you can somehow like meditate and access this is what I thought before and access them and it would give you like insights into your life or give you like maybe some future things like you might get an idea they call it down I've heard people call it a download from the universe where you suddenly um, have a solution to a problem or the cure for cancer or you know something like that that's about what I knew about it what did you know um, I'd
0: heard about it in a novel once about but it wasn't called the Akashic Records it was just that you know when you die you go to this plane where there's a giant library and you can look up different things and find out why someone did something in history
1: or whatever um do you know when you read this novel because I was just remembering that um like a few weeks ago I saw this post of a library in um maybe it was in Ireland I don't know so this old library and I was like oh that's what I thought heaven might look like because I always had this I've had this idea in my mind that heaven is a Library where you can go and read like every book that's ever been written or all the music that's ever been played and movies, so you can experience like everything you might not have. Yeah, that you missed in this. Yeah, because you can't do it all right. But I'm wondering now if I got that idea from you after you read this novel and just talked about it. (laughs) It could be, but it's been a long time. I don't
0: remember when I, you know, I read all the time, so I don't know.
1: There was this psychic too, I can't remember her name, that wrote a bunch of books. And she had a book about what happens when you die. And I think in her book, she talked a lot about the same ideas, but I don't think she called it the Akashic Records. But it was like, you know, the idea that there's like kind of like this library of information. Yeah. That you could see everything.
0: Yeah, that's what... That one must have been based on. I just didn't know. I I don't, I don't know the word Akashic until you know. I didn't know anything about it until you mentioned how. You remember, Cause you said, "Well, let's do it on that," and I was like, "Well, What's what is that?" that?
1: You are like, "How do how do you spell that?" <laughs> yeah.
0: But then it was funny because yesterday I'm reading another novel, and yesterday it made reference to it. Oh, that's funny how word. that happens. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but they were like making it sound like it was this little town where everybody knew everybody. It said it was kind of like the Akashic records because yeah. everyone knew your past and they knew who
1: you were and whoever you knew and all this. And yeah, oh, that's uh, interesting. That's just sort of becoming like a reference point for people to use yeah. to explain something. And then the library idea isn't really quite accurate either. Well, From what I've read, so yeah, it's just how we can see things. We can conceive of it with our human you brain. That's on a what dimension? Third, 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 third. dimension. So, um, I guess, like, I wanted to just start off by saying something about this. I, I, um, I read that Akasha is a Sanskrit word that means primary substance, hmm. which is what all things were formed out of so it's almost like it's i guess it kind of goes along with the big bang theory idea like we have the big bang and then all of a sudden the our universe exists and that's and all that energy is what we've you know grown out of and the akasha would be that energy field or whatever right does that make any sense (laughs) I don't know because my mind's on the Big Bang
0: Theory and then that. Some uh, one of them I read that it's also like the string theory, and I was thinking I need to look those up because I used to know what they meant.
1: Was it of... from watching the Big Bang Theory yes. TV show? Yes. <laughs> yes. And now <laughs> I don't know what it. Yeah. I forgot what it means. I know I um I have the same thing with the string theory. I need to revisit that. I know I looked it up before, but um, with a lot of physics stuff, it's kind of one of those things where I sort of grasp it, but maybe don't grasp it enough to really hold on to the information. Yes. Like, I couldn't explain it to someone else. Um, so, Akasha is the energy that makes up everything in the universe. And Akah, if you break the word down even more, Akah is space or storage mm-hmm. or a storage place. And the Sa means um, like hidden or um gosh i can't read my handwriting again uh it looks like fy that doesn't make any sense um but anyway like was it upper sky oh sky yeah it's sky atmosphere sky thank you (laughs) I <laughs> need to work on my hand. Right? Definition
0: <laughs> is upper sky for one of them, but there's like three or four different definitions.
1: That... I've seen different ones. Yeah. Like this one says so the sa. So I wonder if it's pronounced ka-sa, not akasha, akasha. I might be pronouncing it wrong. But the sa is you know hidden, um, or search. But then I've also read that. Um, It also means, the akasha means magic, like to some groups. Like that's what they use for the word magic, like when they do magic or, you know, not not like magician magic, but spell magic, I guess. Okay. Like that kind of stuff. And then it's an elemental synthesis of the four properties like air, fire, water, and earth all together makes... The Akasha. So I guess it's just different ways of saying ball of energy, <laughs> where everything <laughs> is stored and kept. And
0: well, that's because and it has different names like that, like the uh, Book of Lives or the Yeah, and it, um, knowledge of the universe, the I've, Untold Knowledge. I
1: read that there's like an example of it in every religious text basically but it just has a different name like in the bible it's called the book of life which is god knows everything that ever happened and ever will kind of thing yeah and then but that's what the akasha is yeah basically it's just a different word different
0: things that kind of branch off and yeah different lives
1: i thought it was interesting because you know the people say Anybody can access these records and um, you can help heal your past lives or help you with your life now, I guess, like if you're struggling with something or whatever, then you might get some insight, whatever. But in the Christian tradition, you aren't supposed to access these records. Only God can know everything that's ever happened and ever will or whatever. We're not supposed to know it. So that there's like a distinction there with certain religions, I guess they all have this idea, but what you do with it is different, <laughs> depending on where where tradition you're coming from,
0: yeah, or the human you're coming from you're listening to or because every every everyone has a different idea about things, right in- interpret things differently,
1: right because. These ideas are beyond our human comprehension, really. So when they try to describe it, they have to describe it in a way that we can make sense of. But it's not really 100% accurate. Because, you know, it's like we know there's colors we can't see with our human eyes that exist. But we can't really describe them because how do you describe a new color? (laughs) Yeah, when you don't
0: know what it is. Right. So you might be...
1: Trying to describe it in terms of the colors you already know.
0: Well, that's kind of where the dimensions come in.
1: Yeah, different dimensions. So maybe we should maybe we should try to talk about what it is a little bit more. So and there's different levels of of um, knowledge. So the Akasha, some people describe it as a library with different floors, like you got the first floor, second floor, and like each level of that library contains certain information. And each floor, as it goes up, contains the information from all the floors below, plus a new layer of information. Mm-hmm. But it's not really a library. That's just what people have used because they're trying to translate it from supernatural into human brain thinking it's more like energy fields that are and they're supposed to be all present at all time so like in this moment of time we're really have access to all the dimensions but we just can only see the one we're in the third dimension right
0: yeah, yeah. which is kind of like the human limitations on it's it. our
1: limitations but there's lay there's how 11 dimensions is that what we've come up with or possibly some more? say
0: 11 um
1: well the layers the 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 levels you are you want to start they off at the, the beginning yeah. and we'll go through the different layers or dimensions the first
0: dimension is our basic sounds to me like our basic instincts like survival um that's first thing humans had to do really was survive
1: yeah you just that's your basic basic living that's your uh what is the your brainstem activities like eating sleeping yeah (laughs) breathing those were the things
0: and then the second layer is creativity so that's when you know we put two and two together and come up with four i guess you know tools and things like that that humans did you know and then we're all... So
1: to the, you're on floor number two? Yeah, number two. Or level, whatever.
0: Dimension. dimension. They call it dimension. Yeah, because
1: I have that one labeled as the creative creativity dimension. Yes. So
0: you're, creative. You're making stuff. You get tools. And the third dimension <laughs> is um, length, width, and height. Height, which was is physical things, I believe. That is what it sounds like. That's what we see. It's all measurable and yeah. concrete. And we know. That's where we all are right now. Right now. Unless you've progressed. Progressed. <laughs> the fourth dimension has time. It has the length, width, height, and now it
1: has time. And that so in the in the fourth dimension is where you will get all of your past lives and current lives because from what I understood from what I read or watched on YouTube (laughs) you you live every life there's like an in your life there's infinite parallel lives that go down every possibility and every um opportunity that that you could have had yeah anything so like If you come to a stop sign and you decide to go straight in this life, in some other lives, you might go right or left. Yeah, and that would change the course of that life. Your whole life. Yeah. But those are all happening simultaneously. So at this moment in time, we're sitting here doing a podcast, but the other versions of us could be doing a number of other things. Anything. (laughs) Yeah. Anything else. (laughs) And that's
0: where we get, we are kind of limited because we don't necessarily think of ourselves like that.
1: We have don't really have the ability to comprehend
0: infinity. Yeah, infinity. That that's that's that comes kind of in in. Uh, that's level. That's uh, the sixth dimension. The fifth dimension is space is added to it. Time, you know. Now we have length, width, height. Time and space. The consciousness where we, you know, we can experience love and joy, peace, freedom, compassion, and spirituality. That's the fifth dimension? Yeah. But that's where the space comes in. You know, you, you, um, I think that's where you c- we can start to comprehend, well, maybe there is um more to it than than uh
1: like there's something bigger than what we what we know yeah yeah so you're stepping outside that would be sort of like collective the collective unconscious maybe right yeah. where we all all of our consciousness pulls together is that the layer we're on <laughs> I don't know it, I, the one i saw kind of simplified everything
0: um this is this one I got off it's the Akashic Record in Multidimensionality by Evie McCrae Ma- Okay I think it's McCrae
1: and so that's the fifth dimension yeah
0: get wisdom it's the age
1: of Aquarius <laughs> yeah that cracks me up for some reason i guess because like as a kid i heard a lot of jokes about the age of Aquarius and like Something kinda of the impression that people in the people who are Aquarius or whatever were a little like loop de do or Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know where I got that from, but it that's what I think about when I hear that. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know like I don't know why.
0: Well, probably because, you know, the age of Aquarius it's got to do with astrology and a lot of people yeah, so don't believe in it so they make fun of it.
1: Yeah, the spiritual component I guess is there. So, and, they're waking up to that, yeah, and and that's where we are. They you say know, we're on the cusp, the cusp of that I read, yeah,
0: but people are becoming more spiritual, yeah, and believing more in that there's something, something out there out there, something more, yeah, I mean, they've always believed it in in religions, you know right, but Religion. it's a lot
1: more like limited, I think, or structured, where this is kind of like wide open and constantly. Um, learning and growing like it's evolving. not stagnant yeah. yeah
0: yeah that's where some of the religions are like that where it's like this and that's the only way it will be forever
1: yeah this is what you believe this is how you behave this yeah. is what you do and that's it and this is more like expansive like you're gonna live all these different lives you're gonna um, you're gonna know what it's like to be the The good guy and the bad guy, or evil, or angelic, or kind, or not kind, or, you know, all these different opportunities of existence, I guess.
0: More people are starting to to think like that. Yeah. I think that's a lot of, I think there's always been people who may not be just third, third dimensional, whether it's everything's physical
1: right now. Right. Well, there was people like that a long time ago. They just probably got murdered or, you know. Like how many different, you know, saints and witches and different people that had these more expansive ideas, you know, they weren't tolerated tolerated for very long. So I guess it's good. We live in a time now where we're not killing each other as much over those, those ideas. Although we do still have religious wars, I imagine, but. Yeah. (laughs) So now we're on to level six. Sixth, 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 the sixth dimension.
0: dimension is unlimited by space and time, and you have you know, where you talk where it comes to like a converges to a single point, yeah. Um, and, and then maybe a new timeline. We, Does that
1: mean a new life? I, I think wonder, s- yeah. And this is where you can like see that you've had multiple lives. Well, they say that can
0: happen. Like in the fourth dimension, you can start seeing the past lives. Okay. I think in in the sixth dimension is when you can start seeing future future lives. Okay. Or other other lives. Um,
1: that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I think I don't know. This well, is also mine, mine
1: mind mind-boggling to me. You'll you can discuss timelines. Well, I'm, I'm getting my information from um, Gaea's Light. And I think she actually, whoever runs this website, does um, takes people on these journeys to visit the Akashic Records or does it for them or whatever. So her language is kind of set up like, I will do this for you. But um, it says that she can see probable pathways in the future for you. So I guess she's on a different level. Well, than she's going. Someone else. She's going Maybe. into your records and looking at your future, and then she can tell you, like, what's going to happen. Or, but it's probable because you have choices to make between now and whatever happens. Yeah. So, like, and I've heard psychics say that too. Like, or tarot card readers. Like, if you continue on this path as you are right now, this is what will happen but you still have free will to kind of change your path at any time. Mhm. So it's not necessarily like a definite future that's going to happen. It's a probable future. Plus you're not it
0: says that you aren't going to receive any information that you're not supposed to. Right. That you can't use at that time. Right.
1: And that's a thing like your guide could I mean, you could use that word in two different ways. It could be a person, like a real person standing in front of you or a current person. (laughs) I don't know how to phrase it, but um, that is able to access the records and give you your information. But I've also read that you can get, when you do it yourself, you might get a spirit guide on the other side that helps you access your records. And they kind of gatekeep what they think you should know or not know. Yeah. So... That's something to consider, I guess. Okay, and and then in the seventh dimension
0: is when you, it's infinity, and that's where other universes kind of come into play, where there's um, an infinite amount of universes. Universes? Yeah. Um, An infinite amount of lives. I guess that's where you kind of get a little bit more access it's like a
1: bigger picture. So like instead of seeing all your lives converging into the point now, you're seeing all the points, I guess. <laughs> of your different lives. Yeah, and maybe other people's too, I guess, at that point. Maybe. Like it's bigger. Well, it must be if you if your
0: guide can go in and look at your record, Yeah. then you may be able to go in and look at someone else's record. Yeah,
1: I read that that's like a taboo thing to do without getting consent Permission or person something. Yeah, yeah there's you have to it's kind of <laughs> but it's kind of like taking like a bigger view I think where like as a human you might look at you know this year but then when you know as you're when you're younger but then if you're like 90 you might be looking more at like back at decades of your life so I kind of think of it that in those terms like you're 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 even beyond your own life at this point like the one that you just experienced you're in like this zone where there's just you're all these little these timelines are just points that make up something bigger
0: well, I could see. <laughs>
1: our brains are if like are smoking right now <laughs> if
0: you're looking at your past you it, it, and you know you're going to have a future if you If you believe this, then you know, I'm sure you're contemplating, well, what did I do in this life? What did I learn in this life? What do I wish I did different so that in your next life you might pick a different path?
1: Yeah, because if you can see like multiple timelines and things that you learned or didn't learn or you need to learn more about or whatever, that would make sense. Or I don't know if this at this point you might be looking at multiple life timelines too like all of your so far you've you know say you've had 50 past lives so you got 50 points right that you and that becomes its own timeline so you have your whole life as a timeline then you have your multiple lives must be like a timeline (laughs) of sorts right yeah but it's (laughs) so beyond (laughs) All I can do is picture like number lines. That's the only thing that's helping me with dots on them to like make sense. Like I've got this is the timeline that's going across, and then I got a timeline going down with all the other, you know, the little, the lines of my different lives. (laughs) Yeah, like a graph. And then, you know, over time, because after each life, you learn certain things. But then over time, with each consecutive life, you must learn even more bigger perspective on those different smaller things that you learned right yeah <laughs> so yeah anyway <laughs> smoke is coming
0: out of my ears like i don't know the eighth dimension is where you can get access to infinity as it relates to our lifeline in this
1: universe yeah because this is what i listen to um There's a guru out there called Teal Swan. I came across some of her YouTube videos. And there's a documentary documentary on her that doesn't really put her in a favorable light. But she was very helpful to me in understanding this. But um, uh, she said that our universe is infinite, but then there's other universes... Outside of our universe that are also infinite. Yes. And then I guess all these universes are couched in another layer of infinity. (laughs) Right? Like, so it's very hard to grasp. She had, like, a picture of our universe and then, like, a wormhole, or what they call a wormhole, and then coming out on the other side was, like, another universe. Yes. So... It's a lot of, it's just too big, like, for my brain. Like, to even really, like, wrap my head around all of it.
0: Yes, it is. Well, infinity itself is hard to wrap your, or for me. And then
1: to know there's, like, multiple infinities. And I
0: have, I've always had since I was a kid that, you know, space, like, goes on forever. I couldn't think about it for very long because it just made me feel. You kind of get, like, a
1: panic attack. Yes. (laughs)
0: Like, how can, because everything we have has a beginning a middle and end right and how can something
1: not ever end and that would just send me into a it's just confusing for someone especially a kid because your lives are very like finite like you don't have the perspective even to grasp that at all no and then too, like you're i don't know
0: all that it's just a lot all of this is a lot it's going to take a while for me to really get the hang of it. It was
1: much more um in depth than I was imagining before I started. Yes. And and still at the same time after doing a lot of research and stuff don't really quite grasp it all. No. Well because we're in the 3rd third- Dimension. dimension yeah. We haven't. Well, speak for yourself. I might be in the fourth dimension now. Just kidding. <laughs> well, you might be. I. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kidding. I might be. I don't know. I. I. I don't know. Yeah, I just I, know it's very. Apparently, hard you to... can like level up. Yeah, like, you if learn, you work hard at it, think about it, and yeah, and, and try to like change your self, your beliefs, and everything. But you
0: have to. You can't. My understanding, you can't access the records at all. Until you're at least in the fourth dimension. And that's where you may be able to access records from the past. Yeah. But you can't go to the future yet.
1: And then in the fourth, to get to the fourth dimension, you have to really like believe that it's possible, I it's guess. It's possible. Yeah, yeah. You have to have faith
0: that it's that's that there waiting for
1: you. Um, All right. What level are we on now?
0: Eighth, We're on the, just, well, okay. eighth is where you, you know, you can access to infinity as it relates to our life line in this universe. And nine, ninth dimension is access any probability path in any lifeline, in any. I don't know what because I didn't write another word. Mine says any <laughs> probability
1: <laughs> path in any timeline of being in any universe so that must mean you can see everybody every timeline every point in every timeline for every person or soul or you whatever can you can access to call it. it but I don't know because the
0: 10th dimension is the most expansive and it says all probabilities where maybe you can go and access just one Probably in the ninth,
1: you can do like one at a time, or in the tenth, it's just all right all there. there. And you can yeah. just and you can like comprehend it all at once, because that's everything at at all at once. But I'm still stuck on the eighth dimension, because I was just thinking like, well, if there's other universes, that makes a good case for aliens being what we would consider aliens well, existing.
0: Well, yes, and I saw a video on one woman who said that she. Had hers read by a so-called expert. Who I don't know, you know, different. There's quite a few people who say they can do it. And that she was um, from somewhere else. Another another, another universe. universe. right? That she, her spirit or soul came over here to this universe. And that she there were certain things in her life that she was drawn to like the ocean and water. And, and it was, these are those people that come from that place. That's what they were interested in. That's where, what what. In- they wanted to come experience yes. that. And she had com- she had that connection to other people who were from this place. Okay. That they all have this same. Something. Something. Yes. But it was from another place.
1: Yeah, I think that's really interesting that you could be bringing traits from another universe, I guess, and then, you know, the those souls or whatever would have these different traits or experiences or something that they're bringing, and maybe that explains sometimes how we have a jump in technology or uh, whatever, you know what I mean? Well, the jump of in technology comes when they... They
0: say that a lot of people can access their records. You can access your records through different ways. It can come in um, prayer, in um, oh, wait a minute, oh, through dreams, meditation, trance, or sacred prayer. And they say some people that's how they you know like they go to bed and they wake up in the morning. And they got this great idea. They said that right like Albert Einstein that's how when he came up with the theory of relativity and I think Isaac Newton
1: was another one that would just wake happened. up there was one of yeah. them I read recently it might have been Isaac Newton would nap a lot <laughs> during the day and then he'd wake up with the the new idea yeah so that's interesting so they might have gotten it through the dream yeah well or- you hear about people saying like they travel in their dreams like they astral travel or whatever I wonder if that's what they mean when they talk about that that they're going you know accessing their the Akashic records or something have you heard of that like the astral projection or something yeah I always pictured it like you know they're flying over other their friend's house or you know yeah (laughs) probably like a kid's version of what it would be but (laughs) that would make more sense like they might be you know experiencing some other alt Reality or, or what you know, whatever dimension they can get onto, <laughs> you know. So they so um, meditation, dreaming, and a prayer like a saying a certain it's like prayer. A
0: prayer. Well, you know they they um. Maybe that that's where you get your peace or something like you know if they. They have chants and you know right. like yoga and that's kind of like a prayer. It's
1: like praying and chanting can i think cannot be very meditative like active meditation because you get into that like when you if people meditate and they say one word that's really kind of the same thing as chanting you're just doing it in your head maybe instead of out loud with a group so that's kind of interesting
0: i think it a lot of it it's because it you you kind of zone out your mind you're not thinking of 20 million things and then
1: you're not trying to control what's coming in or out and it just comes into your mind because i read too that people who are um who have accessed the records often become more psychic or uh better tarot card readers or whatever so i guess there's like a I guess like a line of information that you're connected to somehow that you can access when you're doing those activities. Somehow I don't know because I wondered about that. Like, well, there's these different ways of getting into the records or what you know, accessing them. So I wondered, like, well, what what else would work? Does tarot card is tarot card reading basically you're accessing the akashic record or is it? You Probably it makes sense. Yeah, but I don't know if you're not really accessing it or not. I mean, some people might be and some people might not be.
0: Well, that's in general. That's Anytime you have anything, you're going to have people who jump on the bandwagon without even yeah. having any knowledge of it. They or just experience. pretend. Yeah. But
1: then too, like with the tarot cards for me, I always looked at it more as like myself talking to myself. <laughs> you know, like you're accessing your own intuition, you know, because you... You get a card and you have to interpret it. That's intuition is part of it. But that could be accessing the Akashic Record. You just don't realize that's what you're doing.
0: You know, it's like what they say, like, you know, you're you driving on the road and you decide, oh, I'm going to take a right here. Yeah. And then you avoid an accident that
1: happens. Right. Or, like, how did you, you know, know that yes. that was going to... Or I've had times where I just knew something was going to happen and then it did. Yeah. And you just know, like, you can feel it coming <laughs> yes. so to speak and like and then it just happens so I guess that's a way to explain those those um experiences that we have
0: you have to be open open to it
1: yeah that's where the belief
0: comes into you right. have to believe
1: and there's like times in my life where I think I believe more of that than others like other times you just sort of like shake it off as a weird coincidence or something yes and then other times you're like oh that was Like some kind of... That was a sign. Sign, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot... But that that does help me, like, because I guess with the tarot cards, I was thinking, like, it made more sense to me that you would do your own tarot cards for yourself because you're just kind of reflecting your own uh, thoughts or wants or whatever back to yourself. But if you are accessing the Akashic Record, that would make more sense as far as doing them for other people. Yeah. Because you are accessing something outside of yourself. And so, If this is, if it works that way. And it's supposed to become easier as you go through the steps. You practice, because once you get, I guess, past one dimension, you have all that knowledge, and then you can move on to the next dimension. So it should be easier to do all the stuff in the dimension you've already. Been able to access right <laughs> like in theory in theory yeah this is where the mind boggling my brain's like I'm no like, wait a minute wait a minute, need minute some what? chocolate and a nap <laughs> <laughs> i know i i have a, had a lot of questions that i kind of got h- hung up on and like stumbled over oh and just going down a rabbit hole is
0: i like this one um woman i th- i think that's the one that did the steps Oh, did the the dimension? Because she said, "Okay, (laughs) are you ready to go down the rabbit hole now?
1: (laughs) Hold on to your seats,
0: (laughs) because it it, it's it's raises more questions than answers. Right? It's really like there are no answers. Even you know they the ones that say how they access it. They have a lot of them have a beginning prayer to ask permission, I guess, to ask, can I do this? Can I access this record? And then they have a, a closing prayer, which is kind of like a thank you for letting me do this.
1: Right. And other people just sort of, it just happens. They don't even try yeah. that hard or do anything out of the ordinary or special. or
0: Well, I think if you're, if you're on your own records, it's probably more of a, um, just comes to you. Whereas, yeah, I guess if someone's doing it for you.
1: Yeah. You need a little bit a little more different. guidance or, uh, I guess like someone saying, yes, you can do this. I was going to say something. That's why I'm talking all slow. I was like thinking at the same time, but I lost my thought. Um, well, there's just,
0: just, There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of people who have written a lot of books about it, and I'm sure there they, there are a lot of different interpretations on how to do things because, you know, we do live in a physical world. Oh, know?
1: I just remembered what I was gonna say. Um, I think too, like it might depend on how you were brought up or what religious tradition you grew up in or whatever because. Some of the people were really worried about evil spirits guiding them in the wrong direction, so they go through a big ritual to make sure that they get a guide that's on the up and up. You know, <laughs> like a good, a a good spirit guide, not a bad spirit guide. Mm-hmm. So I think that might influence the way people do things too.
0: But if it's something that's it, the the guide's only going to take you to what was
1: and what will be right but that's confusing the evil part confuses me because the akashic records are supposed to be all love and light like the highest um whatever i don't know spiritual enlightenment you can get like it's all good even though you might have bad things in your life but the record is you know non-judgmental and all this so I kind of wonder like well where does this evil spirit stuff come in and who are they and where where do they come from and what is that all about
0: well my understanding is it's not like good or bad
1: really it's right just it is what it is but there are people who believe there's the evil that you'll be and and I think that's why I say I think it comes from a different like a certain tradition. Like if you were brought up Christian, you might lean that way more because you were told, like if you ask for spirit guidance or anything that you're accessing the, the devil. Yeah. So maybe they have, they feel like they have to go through this ritual of making sure they don't get the devil. Where for me, someone who's like, I don't know what I am, but <laughs> you know, I don't have that worry so much. Well, then
0: it, It depends on the religion because so many of the religions are um, that you get punished. Everything's
1: punishment punishment
0: rather than being a learning. This is, you're going through this hard time maybe because you, one of them, and I think it was Teal, what's her name? Swan, uh, Teal Swan. Teal Swan. And she said, well, if you don't have bad things, you know supposedly if you don't go through adversity how do you know what is good right how do you know like you
1: have to have the opposites to understand the opposite yeah, yeah. like
0: it just, just like with us you know we the pot plumbing oh, breaks yeah, the plumbing. And we're without water so then we're like wow water is really important
1: we need to make sure i'm so grateful for this water grateful for this yeah. water yes right it it does it enhances the experience you know so
0: so i know uh, there's so many times i get complain about things and then i hear somebody that something happened to them and it's like well gee i'm lucky i didn't have that happen
1: yeah,
0: but maybe that. it
1: did in another past life i don't know yeah it probably could have or will and it will in the future
0: yeah it's not too good to look forward don't to don't think about that but we uh, won't but i won't know like it. good
1: things <laughs> yeah I think, too, that kind of ties into the whole um, positive thinking because a lot of people think, like, to raise your vibration, then you have to always have be positive and happy and everything. But, like, Teal Swan talked about a little bit that you have to have, like you said, the adversity, they call it resistance sometimes, like, so that you can move into the positive. So you have to acknowledge it. You don't have to dwell on it, but you have to experience it. You have to go through those feelings, and then you can move on from there to the more positive part. But you, if you try not to have the negative feeling or go through the negative experience, then you're kind of limiting your ability to go have the positive part too. And
0: that's just, you know, a child often, a child that grows up and has everything they ever wanted yeah everything they need and something happens you know they're out on their own or they miss you know after their parents pass or whatever and they don't have this anymore they don't know how to deal with it they don't they haven't haven't had had the
1: learning experience or just like you don't really know you don't really understand love until you have loss yeah like or you don't understand loss unless you've had love because I think about when my dad um died by suicide, and, like, the neighbor didn't understand why we were so upset because he had died because she just never had anybody. She didn't seem to understand death either. Yeah, she, she didn't, didn't understand, like, until her dog died, and then she understood what it felt like to lose somebody That's, that yeah. she actually cared about. <laughs> and then she understood better. we, yeah, yeah better. That Not we didn't quite the same depth necessarily, maybe, but I don't know. I've lost pets that were, like... Losing a human. So, yeah. It's pretty, you know, loss is pretty, um, pretty rough, but it also does kind of make you appreciate love and life and life more. So, I think there's truth in that. Mm -hmm. And and also, like, with the, you know, the push to be positive all the time, like, that's not necessarily what that means. Like, to be on a higher vibration, you have to, like, pretend everything is wonderful when it's not. No. But it, you have to i think on a higher level
0: you have to ex- just be accept things the way they are too. right
1: you have to accept that it's going to be bad and then but it goes into the whole like having gratitude for whatever happened like the water we go through the bad thing but then we have all this gratitude for the water and that kind of plays out over and over again where you lose something or it goes wrong or you have a bad time, but then you find gratitude in what you do have or, um, what, you know, didn't go wrong. Right. Or whatever. And that's what puts you up on the higher vibration. I think that, and also I truly believe like you have to experience all your feelings, even the negative ones, because that's what we're here for. If this is all true, we're here to feel the feelings and go through these experiences. So if we avoid them, we don't, you know, we don't fulfill our life's purpose, I guess.
0: Yeah, and that's, uh, what is it on here?
1: Is that a dimension?
0: (laughs) Yeah, consciousness, love, joy, peace, freedom, compassion, and spirituality, wisdom, um... That's what we're here to learn, I guess.
1: Right. So...
0: Not sure how we got down that one. Something with the religious...
1: Yeah. Well, it all kind of ties together. Which I find interesting because it's like... When I started this, I was like, this is weird stuff, kind of. But then it's not really... It actually, like, aligns really well with my own beliefs about things and also um, it aligns well with a lot of the religions when you look at their core like what they they tell you to to do like be kind to each other, love each other, help each other Mm -hmm. all of that. Those are things that get you all the stuff you need to move up the dimensions really. Get to heaven. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or I don't really know what heaven would be in this instance because you just reincarnate and then you come back as another thing so would heaven I guess would Until be you the knowledge the 11th, of everything
0: I guess the 11th dimension must
1: be where you're with God and then you just become the part of the being. whole universe which reminds me of um the good place because you know at the end you move into the void of space or whatever the kid you just become part of everything everything yeah. yeah um so anyway we're getting kind of up close to an hour here and I was thinking maybe what we should do is try this out maybe we'll take like a couple of weeks here and see if we can have an experience where one of us is goes to the akashic records like picks some ideas like meditating or whatever uh different ways prayer different things and see what happens and just try that out but i did read that you should try to increase your vibration level as much as possible before you try to access the records i guess that way you can get in higher up maybe I don't know how that works exactly but I did find some things that you could do to try to raise your vibration level so I thought I'd go over those real quick (laughs) real quick and then um you know you we could try maybe try that first for a little while and then see
0: this is the thing though you have to believe the consensus is you have to really believe in it yeah, you're not this.
1: supposed to have any doubts that it exists. And I I believe in parts
0: of it, but then every time it's like, oh, that's woo-woo stuff. <laughs> that's a little too far for me. <laughs> yeah, and, I, you know, my mind is, like, I listen to people talk of, talk about it in, in, in their experience, and some of them are okay, like, yeah, they got some kind of enlightenment about their life or what they should do. They connected then- some
1: dots, like things made... Something made made sense. sense. Yeah, Yeah. and
0: then then there's other ones that are just so... I'm like, oh, yeah, right, I don't believe that. Yeah,
1: they're so far out there, it's kind of hard for you to... Yeah, and it
0: might be true, I don't... Yeah, we don't know. We don't know, but that's where I'm going to have to really... I tried to do one... One of them, the women, she went through this thing where she said, this is how you do it, basically um you know you, you you're supposed to be very specific questions too you they you should like know whatever, what you want to get out you of it wanna get out of it but then you know she's like you know you kind of meditate and and concentrate on your breathing and all this and and i i have a hard time with that because as soon as i start trying to meditate my back itches you know uh, um I got a leg cramp or, oh, I hear a noise over there. or You know, something that's always, I can't get into a... Yeah, the zone. That's, yeah. So that's probably going to be my spot. My Maybe that's what you need, need to, to work, work on, on is trying to just meditate.
1: I was going to say, too, like when you're reading about other people's experiences, it's kind of challenging because I read, too, like when you go into the Akashic records and you have a God, they're your spirit guides there or whatever. They're going to show you things in a, in a language that makes sense to you. So like if you're a big, I read this, like if you're a big movie buff, you watch a lot of movies, they might show you clips of a movie that highlight this, whatever it is you're supposed to learn. And so it's like, there's a lot of metaphors involved and you kind of have to like make, interpret them and make sense out of them. And so I was thinking too, like when we hear other people's experiences, like their metaphors might not make any sense to us or seem ridiculous or weird or whatever. Yeah. Because it's not really our language, like how we would, how it would make sense to us if we were shown certain information or whatever.
0: Yeah. I was thinking about that woman that said that she was from another. Place her, Another universe. Her, her people, her, you know, her soul, whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's a terminology. We have to get the terminology down, too. Well, d- that's d- like, it's d- a big d- learning <laughs> curve just
1: for that. Like, what does this mean? But she said for her whole life, she always dreamed
0: about the ocean. You know, going to the beach, swimming in the ocean, all this. And she never, you know, didn't, I don't think she lived right close to one. But that was her thing. She didn't understand why until... She, she had realized a reading. Yeah. she
1: was. I wonder if that made her move closer to the ocean, or tried to. Yeah,
0: I think she did, but I'm, I don't know. I don't remember. So that's exactly the thing. What it was. I guess
1: if you get this information, then what do you do with it? Like you have to, yeah, do the, something with it. That's
0: where you can, sp- you can have another split life thing going on there. Yeah, you could just dimension just or whatever. It not is. do
1: anything with it, and then what does that mean? You know, right? Like
0: probably means that's not really she, where you want to go. She could
1: spend her the rest of her life avoiding the ocean and trying not to dream about it or whatever, like who knows, you know. Yeah. So, but then also does that maybe you're missing out on your fulfilling your life's purpose really or the reason you were here? That was a lot of it too is 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 to find out what your purpose is. Yeah, because I think a lot of us don't know. I don't. I mean, some people just seem born like they know exactly what they they need to do with this life and a lot of us don't Mm-mm. you know we're in our middle age or older and still haven't figured it out
0: yeah our life is formed by what's happened to us
1: yeah it's more like we didn't take control of how the direction it just we sort of went along with whatever happened
0: yeah that's that's part of it is to yeah. make actually make a decision and a choice
1: But I can see that being, like, a a life path that you might have on your other, you know, your timelines or whatever, where you're, what what if I just don't make decisions and just let things happen, then how does that play out, right? (laughs) Yeah, like, that kind of makes sense, because there is something to going with the flow, too, and not trying to micromanage everything and be in control of everything that happens to you. Yeah. You know, you might, maybe in that lifetime, you're more focused on just being happy or eating lots of ice cream or I don't know what, you know, versus some big, huge life lesson or, you know, changing the world or whatever. We have a lot of ordinary lives. Yes. You know? Yes. Right? So, okay. So let's talk about how some ideas on raising your vibration. The big thing takeaway i got is you're supposed to feel good so you want to do as many things as you can to just feel good so most of these that mean eating ice cream yeah (laughs) (laughs) might (laughs) if that makes you feel good but it it could also make you feel bad so um um so the first suggestion is to make conscious positive changes in your life so if you're um You know, whatever you're doing, think, well, am I going to have fun doing this? Is this going to make me happy? Am I going to feel good doing this? And then do more of that. (laughs) Okay. That's a pretty easy, like, concept. Not always easy to do. No. Like, it sounds like it should be, but it's not always. Not always. Yeah. Um, Another thing was using music. That can raise your vibration, but it has to be music that makes you feel good. So you don't don't want to listen to music that makes you angry or sad or you know you've got to find music that makes you feel good okay okay so that's that's not too hard um spend time with people places and things that vibrate at a high frequency so I guess that would be people places and things that make you feel good when you're around them so if you have friends or certain people in your life that make you laugh a lot or you know that you just enjoy their company and feel good when you're around them and you know those are the people you want to spend more time with um being out in nature nature's like got a high frequency vibration because it's neutral it doesn't have any judgment it just exists yeah it is so, what it is um they talked about crystals i guess certain crystals have high vibrations that might help if you have more of those around you um anything inspiring is supposed to raise your vibration so if you hear like a speech that gets you excited and inspired or a sunset or anything like that that's supposed to raise your vibration so you got to seek out those kind of experiences (laughs) (laughs) i mean it just seems like a roadmap for how to live your life but yeah it's we do get you know um i don't know what i'm trying to you say bogged like down bogged down, in down. The, in yeah the the, the daily um, grind yeah yeah
0: um
1: exercise um so is supposed to help but it has to be an exercise you enjoy so you're not going to do like you know if you hate doing push-ups that's not the exercise for you no <laughs> and um apparently endorphins so anything that releases endorphins like exercise or whatever is supposed to increase your your vibration frequency or elevate it um you can use aromatherapy or color therapy so certain smells that make you feel happy and good or colors those will are supposed to help raise your your vibration um keeping a gratitude or positive aspect journal. And um, I should say I'm getting these from Teal Swan. So having gratitude, she said not everybody wants to write stuff down. So she said you might um just do things like when you drive home from work, actively look for stuff that makes you feel good inside. Like she used examples like, oh, I saw a mom and her daughter holding hands and it made me feel happy or I saw a car that was my favorite color and that made me feel happy, just stuff like that. So you're looking, you're actively looking for things that are, make you happy or you have gratitude for, oh, I'm glad, I'm glad the sun is out or I'm glad it's snowing or I'm glad, you know, whatever it is that just kind of makes you feel happy for a few seconds even it's right there is. Raising your vibration.
0: Well, that's good because I don't like the writing it down. I have—I don't know how many <laughs> yeah. gratitude
1: journals I've, <laughs> I've got started,
0: I've, they each have like one thing written in them.
1: <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I found your old um, diary from when you were a kid, and it had one entry. It said, "We had chicken for dinner," and that was it. That was it? Yeah, <laughs> your whole life. <laughs> um, oh, spending time in water raises your vibration. So, you know, showers, (laughs) yeah, going, uh, you know, swimming, anything like that, wading in the water is supposed to help. Um, She mentioned how it's like a, it feels like a cleansing thing, like you're clean. And she said, and that's true, like vibrationally too, it sort of washes away all the not so good stuff and raises your vibration.
0: Mm. There's scientific proof on the showers. They say it releases ions, ions the yeah. the air so
1: well and the shower is one of the places that i'll just solve a problem like all of a sudden too like i'll just be taking a shower and then i'm like oh i know what to do now about this problem i'm having or thing i need to fix or whatever yeah it just comes out of nowhere so that's kind of nice so you're yeah. already doing it you're in touch <laughs> i know <laughs> oh, When i try to do it on purpose we'll see what happens <laughs> um practice random acts of kindness so Again, you know, doing nice things for people makes you feel good. Yeah. Right? So. That definitely. That's a thing you can try to do. Um, She said asking questions or inquiry. So just learning new stuff really will help you raise your vibration. Like curiosity, probably asking questions, trying to learn new things. Um, And then the last one was 11. She said laugh and smile as much as you can. So do things that make you laugh or make you smile yeah (laughs) yeah I can see that yeah so she said that to really raise your your frequency higher or whatever that you need to um basically prioritize your own happiness and you have to dedicate effort and time into that which is you know not always easy to do when especially like right now I'm in the middle of parenting and I have a husband and a house and pets and uh, there's just a lot lot of responsibility and chores. It's hard to really prioritize just doing stuff that makes me happy. (laughs) But it's easy to fit in a lot of these because you can, you know, like when I'm driving in the car a lot, there's, that's an opportunity to look Mm -hmm. for stuff that makes me happy. There's
0: little things yeah. that you can do, and it, and it really does come down to little things that, that yeah. add up.
1: And I think the gratitude is really helps me a lot too, mm-hmm. even though I'm not so great at writing it down either and also have a few gratitude journals with one <laughs> or two things in it. But I find it's better if I do it, you know, not so much like at the end of every day, but just whenever. Throughout the throughout day. Throughout the day. And just thinking about it when you I see often, something. Yeah, I often think about it if I'm feeling down or sad or bad about something or even annoyed with somebody then I'll just try to list a couple of things that I'm grateful for and it often like switches my perspective or kind of flips it around a Mm -hmm. little bit where it's not it's not so bad and then I feel a little better
0: I think too for myself when I do try to be grateful for the things I have I find more things like just getting a glass of cold water,
1: <laughs> turning the tap on and the water coming <laughs> out—like it's yeah. a big
0: deal, yeah. <laughs> but you know, drinking the water and and feeling how all that cold water on my yeah, throat feels good. good, and it's yeah, it's just it, enjoy the little things that you know, smelling the flower or
1: yeah, and being kind great, of a cliche, but grateful for them. Yeah, you know, because it's like whatever problems you have there's always something good going on too like even if it's as simple as like i have a place to sleep i have food i have warm socks you know there's people that don't have those things those are the big things you start
0: the necessities yeah
1: it's that stuff too that really makes a big difference like you can live without a lot but having like water and food and a warm place to sleep
0: yeah especially now that it's it's gotten cold yeah
1: we've, (laughs) we've had frozen pipes and snow and just cold and yeah
0: like a lot of places not as bad as a lot of places i know but we're spoiled
1: here in new mexico we're used to it being warmer yeah i mean we get cold winters but usually it's like one or two days it's not this prolonged
0: yeah it's been this Uh, has been a cold winter for us we've
1: had a lot of snow which is good for our well for the water but which is a thing to be grateful for (laughs) yeah trying to think about it in a positive way but yeah, it's been a little rough. Well, it's been I've been kind of grateful that
0: Nacho, that cat's been coming in and sitting on <laughs> sitting on, on me your and, lap, keeping you warm. Know, it, I know once it gets warm out, he's gonna be outside. He's gonna be turning his nose yeah, up at yeah. me. Like, he won't want to anything feed me to do and do then with I'm us. leaving. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so all right, so I guess like the next thing we'll do is um we'll end this episode, and then in our next episode, you'll get to hear about our experience trying to access the akashic records yeah see how i do with meditation <laughs> and, and maybe you can follow along and try it out too and then let us know if you were able to raise your vibration enough or have enough uh faith that that it was there to access it or get any kind of download or information or whatever
0: yeah yeah there's one, this one here. I saw Beginner's Guide to Reading the Kachik Records by Helena Woods, has some tips in there about how to do it yourself.
1: Are you gonna Excessed. get the book? Are you just did, did you already see the tips?
0: I saw the tips. This this oh. one was. It, she probably has a book. They all. Have oh, books.
1: okay. I thought you were talking about a book. But Sorry. this,
0: I I got this online, and it it. I saw that one, and it looked good. I didn't get to read the whole thing, so. Um, I'm gonna go back to that and see and if there's try any tips it. that might help me. Yeah, and then I guess
1: like in the next episode we can talk about that part too, like what we did ahead of time or tried. <laughs> we <laughs> tried whose, whose information we experimented with and yeah, and see what happens. Yeah, I hope you're able to find another way if the meditation doesn't work.
0: <laughs> I I I will. I'll get there. Yeah. I it for me it takes me a while just. Just to get terminology down and just to... to Yeah, make sense of what they're saying. Make sense of it, yeah. Because it's a lot to absorb when you're in a
1: three-dimensional world. (laughs) Right? Or ten-dimensional? Ten (laughs) ten-dimensional is beyond me, yeah. And I think, like, um, I guess, too, I just want to say, like, I sort of approach this as if I totally believed all of this, but I don't know if I necessarily do, really. So, um, you know, that's another issue, I guess. That might be... A problem for me if I can't access the records but also you know you kind of have to go into these like to learn about them you sort of have to just accept it like if you start questioning it too much it just really gets confusing yes
0: so yes because I've been pretty confused throughout this but I'm getting better at understanding so yeah it'll be a little better as I go along I hope yeah it's
1: (laughs) it's been interesting for sure like I feel like I'm learning new things Kind of fun, well, and we did the the episode on the um
0: reincarnation, and it kind of that fits in here
1: yeah it it's kind of it kind of goes together for good sure
0: stepping stone from there.
1: The other thing that I had yeah. questions about was ghosts, like how do ghosts fit into this like are you trapped between planes? Are you trapped between timelines like or you know the ghost not you necessarily, but the ghost. I tried to look stuff up, but I couldn't really find anything. It's hard to looking up anything with the Akashic records because there's always like three pages on Google of people just trying to sell you their services. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's hard to get down to the actual information. Yes, I that And then that it's problem. like maybe they, maybe people who believe this would say ghosts don't exist. I don't know. That's so I'm kind of curious about that. Yeah but I believe they do, so. <laughs> yeah, or is like, is a ghost just sort of like a blurring between the two timelines or... Um, Residual energy? Yeah, but then how does that work in this yeah. framework? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting to think about, too. Yeah. Lots of questions. Yes. But yes. I guess that's about it. Yep, that's all I got to say about it right now, so. All right, so um, we will talk to you next week and let you know what happened. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which will really be a couple of weeks I think because we're recording this ahead but I wanted to keep the episodes together so we're probably going to take about two weeks to really experiment with this because I think one week might not be enough
0: probably not yeah so I need a lot of practice
1: yeah you have to practice meditating first or whatever getting Let's into the zone start with it yeah the- might have to stick you in some water <laughs> or no, something I too don't cold. know <laughs> too no, <cold>. no 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 <laughs> <laughs> alright Thank well thanks for listening and if you guys want to contact us you can um, the you can uh, email us at guardiloupod at gmail.com or find us on twitter facebook or instagram at guardiloupod and uh, we're on youtube too I think but not much on there but anyway You'll find us, <laughs> and if you have an experience with this, or want to correct anything that we may have gotten gotten wrong, we welcome any of those kind of emails. So please let us know. Yeah. So that's I it. Guess that's it. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Godi woo.